The Courageous Coaching Podcast is hosted by Sophia Antoine, a certified life coach supporting women in their efforts to improve their self-esteem. Today, we're talking about life, relationships, and everything in between. Take it away, Sophia. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. You already know who I am, so I will not take your time and introduce myself, but I will introduce the most magnificent, most beautiful soul I have ever come in contact with. It is my bestie. She's Antoinette Gabriel, and she's better known as Realtor Antoinette all over social media land. So Antoinette, thank you so much for being here. I sincerely appreciate you taking time to talk with me and my audience So go ahead and tell us about yourself, what you do, and how we can stay in contact and follow you. Hey, Sophia Antoine, thank you for having me on your broadcast. I appreciate it. Guys, actually, I love you. Just even meeting you in person, I even fall in love with you more because you are such a good soul and with such a good spirit. So thank you for having me here. As you already announced, my name is Antoinette Gabriel. I help home buyers, home sellers, investors, get from zero to hero. I make you see the possibility of investing in real estate so that, especially my ladies, because you know, I love my women and I want to definitely let them realize that they don't have to live from just paycheck to paycheck. Just don't live like I was in the wilderness thinking that I couldn't afford it. I can't do this and not realizing that I can. And I'll tell my story later to just let you know what opened me up to make me realize that I didn't have to just live from, you know, living a a rental property, nothing nothing wrong with living a rental property, but when you know better and you you can do better, you definitely do better. Absolutely. I agree. And I remember the first time I heard you um, say you fired your landlord. Mm -hmm. That, That was an amazing story. Would you mind just recounting that for us and tell us how all that happened? Well, you know what? This is this is it. I was so excited. I got so excited from moving from one um, rental property to the next one and always getting something better. And one day they told us that um, they were building up this new um, development. And I was so excited. They're like, if you put in some sweat equity, you'll be able to have some part ownership into it like a co-op. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is it for me. I'm finally going to own something, you know? And um, I was just a limited thinking and limited belief and just having that kind of mindset. But, you know, I never owned anything. My mom did, but I never did. And I had young babies at the time. And I was like, oh, this is it for me. You know, we're going to get into a new house. We're going to get out of this apartment and into something. And I just felt like that was all. And until Sophia, one morning, girl, one morning, I look outside, I had to get dressed. I wasn't a realtor at the time. That maybe was like 17 years ago. I wasn't, I used to bring my babies to like, say almost an hour away before I get to work and another hour to get to work. And I was dependent on my car to bring my babies to and and from work. And basically somebody, um, somebody was towing my car and I ran like a crazy woman to stop the tow truck driver from towing my car. And, and I told him, that's my car. I live right here. 
tried to explain everything to him. He said, I don't care, ma'am. I'm sorry. You're parked in the wrong. Uh, you, you don't have a sticker you, that was implemented. I was so busy. And as you know, ladies, sometimes we get so busy, we don't open the mail. We look at a mail. It doesn't look important. It doesn't look like the light bill. It doesn't look like the gas bill, right? Mm -hmm. Why didn't open it? And I'm rushing from day to day, you know, trying to be a mommy, trying to be everything at the same time. And uh, this tow truck driver decided he wasn't going to give me a break. And um, I could not have, I, number one in my mind, I was like, I can't afford to pay somebody to get my car out of, you know, where he's going to tow it. I can't afford to disturb my morning from being, um, from being, from interrupted by me not taking my kids to, to school or, you know, and to me not taking myself to work, I needed him to give me a break or understand that that's my car. I'm in my parking spot. I, I always said I didn't owe the popo, man. So, you know, why are you harassing me? Well, Sophia, it so happened that um, I said, let's call the cops. Let's call the cops. Everybody said, okay, dial the cops. The cops came. I explained my situation. And he said, ma'am, if you don't leave from in front of this tow truck, I am going to arrest you. Oh, no. That was my turning point, Sophia. That was my, my eye-opening. That was the day that I said, I, I, even though I was bawling, I wasn't crying. I was bawling the, morn the morning. I was like, I, I'm in my parking spot. I, it, it, I just don't understand. I couldn't comprehend why I'm the one that's getting reprimanded. I'm the one that go to go to jail. I'm the one that, you know, when I didn't owe anything. Well, the, the officer went on to say, well, the reason for that is because it, it's already on the tow truck. And I, putting myself in front of the tow truck, is interrupt whatever, you know, fancy word that he found <laughs> to describe it. It, was, right. it. it wasn't making me feel better. It was only making me bitter. So I said that moment, I'm going to buy a house. Sophia, I had no idea I could do it. I don't know how nobody tell me. I just said, I'm going to buy a house. I didn't have no money, credit jacked up. Everything was not looking in my favor, but I claim it, believe it, and walk in it. That's why sometimes when somebody said, I'm going to do something, I don't understand why you say you're going to do it, and you haven't done it. Because Absolutely. the moment I said it, the moment I speak it, you know, the Bible says, speak those things as if they were. Listen, it came out of my belly bottom. I always ask people, what's the belly bottom? Why? That came out of the deep part of my belly bottom. I was not going to sit on the nail like that dog moaning. I was going to get off that nail and find what I need to do. Wow. <laughs> Yes. Oh my! Because I can't imagine because I've had my my vehicle towed before, and it's just like, it's just like the most heart wrenching feeling to see your property being taken away by somebody who hasn't made a payment, who who is just pulling it away. So yes. I can't imagine. And like you said, you have to take your children places. You depend on your vehicle to get to work. So that is most definitely very incentive. Yes to go and get your, um, go and get a house. But then once you did that, once you purchased your first home and saw that you could do it, what made you become a realtor? Okay, so before that, I, wanted, I want the audience to know something. Sure. 
what happened is, remember I told her, I didn't know how. I had no idea what I was going to do. I, 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 I didn't even know where to start. All I know that somebody told me I need a lender. I, it must have been so long ago, right? Because this is like 17 years ago. Um, somebody told me about the lender, I guess. I can't remember the whole detail. But I remember talking to somebody who said, come in with my husband and I. We went in. And this is where I want somebody to understand. Remember, I was hurt. And there's a, there's a thing here that I need somebody to catch. I was hurt. And many times we are hurt, right? But we make it get healed. And it's not even get healed, but we put a Band-Aid on it. Or the sore is not, the, the scab is there, but it's not bleeding anymore. Right. I, I couldn't afford myself to stop the bleeding right then. Because if I stop the bleeding, I might not move forward. So I decided to go with my sore, with, my, with everything bleeding inside of me. And I said to this lender, I need to buy my house. I need to move now. He ran my credit and my husband's credit. And he said, darling, you guys can do this, but not right now. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he said, girl, you guys need to fix the credit. It was jacked up, wrapped up, and everything up. I said, I'll use those words. He didn't. Um, yeah. Oh. Um, there's some things on your credit report that you need to fix. I said, okay, well, how can I do that? How quick can it, you know, I wanted just a quick remedy. How can I do this? But I don't care what he said that I needed to do. And I told people I wasn't an agent at the time because I can't become, became a realtor like almost 12 years now. And um, he said, so I had, um, I had, I had a, uh, a, uh, uh, I had to fix the credit. I'm sorry. I had to fix the credit. And, and I don't care what it took to fix that credit. I decided that I didn't have me. I didn't have people that I have associated now that I can help my client with. I only have what he said to do. And I said, oh, and don't care how hard it was, I decided I was going to do it. I didn't only have to fix my credit. I had to fix my husband's credit. Right. So we needed both to be on the loan to get the house that we wanted at the so I went out and I did all that I needed to do. I always tell people, they say, overtime, triple time. I used to say, anytime, it's my time. I had small babies, but I don't care. I was going to do the sacrifice to get what I need. And so I fixed both of us credit. I got things negotiated on. I got things fixed at the time. Whatever I could do. And I brought my credit score up from out of the 500 back near to the 700. Get, actually, I was like a 700 at the time. My husband maybe was like a 680. And the, and the lender said, you're ready. And I was like, awesome. Now, remember, you also had to have down payment money. So I also didn't have that. My bank account looked like as Coach Darnell would say at temperature below whatever degrees, right? <laughs> it was frozen. It was, you go outside and you get frostbite right away, right? Oh, That's yeah. my bank account though. But I, so I had to save. I had to save. So I had to make sacrifice, Sophia. I had to make, you know, I always say sometimes we had to eat sardines, whatever. Mm -hmm. The cable, huh? 
Yeah. We had to I, do know, the, I know those feelings. I know those days. Yeah, we had to do, you know, make it look like, oh, hey, you got it. You have fish when you're really having sardine. You know, you go to the dollar store and see how much you can rack upon just to make it work. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people say, I don't know how to make a $25 stretch for dinner, for dinner for the week. I had to make that stretch. I had to make that work. Because I had a dream. I had a dream bigger than myself. You, you know, there's something that people don't understand. I used to go into, the, go into the neighborhood that I love, and I used to look around on properties and claim it, believe it, and claim it, at that and receive it. That deep, one of these properties is mine. So I used to go around and stalk the neighborhood because I said, I'm going to get in the, my home. I'm going to get in my home. I was determined. So when I, and, and listen, it took me less than six months. Actually, it took me less, with, with everything combined, I mean, getting, getting my credit repair, getting um, the, the funds I needed, getting, um, finding the property and closing on the property. It took me less than six months to get this done. I was determined. I told you I didn't want my sword to heal. I wanted to make sure every time I feel the pain, I remember what my why is. I didn't want my car to toy no more. I wanted my kids to be in their own backyard. I wanted myself to be safe. And so one of the things that Sophia, I had to have was a garage. Then I realized that my husband may want to park in that garage and we may have a fight. So I said, I don't want one garage. I must, must have two garages. That's why I always ask my client, what is your must have? Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's, I didn't even know that part of the story. That's amazing because you always look at people and it seems that they got where they are. They just woke up and they were where they were. And you, a lot of times we don't delve into the backstory. And this just makes me have so much more love and respect for you because you did it. And it's not like you're asking your clients to do something that you haven't bothered to do. You've actually done this. Right. You know what it's like. You've been through the struggle and now you can speak from a place of knowing that the struggle is worth it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why when I, somebody comes to me and start asking questions um, that they want to do this. And I, I, my, my first thing is, uh, what's your why? Why do you want it? Because it's not an easy process. I'm going to be honest with you. There are times it get rough. And if your credit is not right, it's it's even rougher. You know, you got to get that straight. You got to get that clear first before you can proceed. And I'm not saying that you have to have a 700 credit score. You can definitely have a 620 and a 640. The, I always tell people, you know, can you do a 580? A lot of lenders say I can do a 580, but what is it going to cost you? you know what, you're definitely going to be paying more interest rate. Sometimes they don't tell you that. You know, it's like somebody said, hey, I can give you a car. My credit is 400. You can get a car. But what did you pay for the car? How much interest are you paying? So somebody that has a Lexus paying $300 a month and you that have a Ford is paying six, $700 a month. How does that work? And I'm, I'm, to me, I'm just saying that, you know, people don't look at the big picture. You don't ask the question. 
questions. We just say, oh, we got, we got through, we got credit. But what kind of credit did you get? And I realized for myself, listen, I'm not telling you, I, I messed up my credit more than one time. So I understand the, the, um, the, I understand the, that this is real. I understand that things happen to us. We lose jobs and, you know, things that happen. I talk on, on, my, on, my, on my show the other day that I used to pay Peter to pay Paul and Paul to pay, to pay Peter and back, back vice versa until it gets to a point that I couldn't do it no more. I, then I used my husband's credit card to pay my credit card, my credit card, and, I, and then I, I, I ruined his credit and my credit and then none of us was in a, in a place that could help each other. No, none, of, none of us was in a place that when we went to, to the lender that could buy anything because it was jacked up. So I, I'm saying that to say this is that we got to look at our life differently now and not just go for everything that's out there that's in the stores and everywhere else and be glamorous, but learn now to say where our money go. Make sure that your, your money is assigned to something and make sure part of your assignment is that invest in your saving with a purpose. A lot of people save, but not with a purpose, a purpose that this money is going to go somewhere. This money going to invest into a property. Had I known better, my first house would not be a single family home. My first house would be a poor family. So the same three and a half percent that I put down on my first home, that's a single family, I could have put down on a poor family that would have given, given me income coming in every single month. I would have three ways of income coming in. But the, as Oprah said, when you know better, you do better. And so now I'm teaching people better, not only to buy a home. Yes, I like you to get you from your, from your landlord. I like you to divorce your landlord, as a matter of fact, and at least get into something called your own. And um, there's so much running in my mind, and I don't want to just like um, feel like I'm babbling and saying so much, but it's just for people to understand that, yes, you can. Listen, I did not, I didn't, I did not tow my car. Maybe it would be still there. Maybe not. But I would have been there for a longer period of time. And I would have never become a realtor. You see, sometimes how God worked, right? God worked through different things. After I had my realtor and I felt like he was a joker, he was a police officer and this was not his first, his, his, his real gig. This was like his, it's part oh, of side hustle. It was his side, side hustle. hustle. Thank you for the word, girl. It was a side hustle. So his heart and mind and soul was not into it. You know, it was like make a dollar. You know what I mean? Mm. And I said to myself, "Woo, I can do better than this." And well, um, I wanted to go for social worker, and I stopped myself in school. I decided not to do it. I was like, I don't want to be controlled. What I can, I can. I want to help people, but how can I help people in a, such a way that I was going to impact their life to see changes? And even though I was in the pharmaceutical business, I, I didn't feel that I was, I, I was contributing to any changes in anybody's life. So when I got into real estate, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And, and that's really because of you know, they be, my car getting towed, that led me into this direction, led me into buying my house, led me into saying, I, 
I can help other families like myself. And then all I was preaching is buy your home, buy your home, buy your home. And now I'm not only preaching buy your home, but buy investment properties that you don't have to retire at 65 and then still work at Walmart saying, may I help you? Can I help you please? You know, I just feel like you can do better than this. You can live, we can live a better life. And that's what I preach. And your um, client, because it sounds like you are so passionate and you are so, you're so invested in making sure that those who work with you make the right decisions and they're getting the right homes and you're, you're very supportive. Yes. That, that's amazing because you don't find people like that often. And I, I have no idea why, where, where customer service went out the window, where the care for our clients went out the window, but I'm glad that you have that passion. Yeah. And, and I can just say from just watching you on social media, that every person that I see that you get to close on their property, regardless as to what the property is, they're smiling and they're genuinely happy. They're and happy. they just seem so elated in that moment. Mm. So that speaks to the person you are when you're working with them because not everybody has that feeling. And I just hate for someone to be um, saddled with a property that they didn't really want because some fast talking realtor talked them into it just to make, like you said about that, that cop that helped you um, just to make a book. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, um, I said, I used to say this, that maybe I won't get rich because I am not going to see something and not say it. I'm not, and that's why some lenders told me they love to work with me because some realtors push their clients into anything. I have my clients and I would say, you know, my opinion, this, this is what I see. I am not, I'm not steering them anyway, but if I see, if I'm seeing you're going to, you just like you have your child, right? If you see they're going to go in the fire, you're going to tell them. Now, after you tell them, if they go into the fire, then they're going to get burned. But right. I'm definitely going to steer my people right. I'm not going to just look at the money. I feel like the money will flow. I don't have to worry. You know, it's so funny that somebody said to me the other day is um. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I found the perfect house for my client and, I'm, and I was just ramping and raging about how happy I am. And then he said to me, oh, because um, you're going to make a paycheck. And I said, I didn't even think of that. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I need to make a paycheck. This is how I live. But that was not my first thought because I, I know if I get you in your home, I know if I get you in your investment property, I know if I do the right thing for you and stand by you, the, pay, the money will come. The money will flow, you know? So I never have to worry about my money. I know it will flow, but I don't have to. I, I, I feel like people misunderstand something that I've learned over the years. And I always said, one time money is no money. I'm not going to just run down a buck for today, put you into crap, and then just to get a, a paycheck. And then you don't refer me to your, your family members and everything else. And I'm on the back looking for another dollar. I don't have to because people's always referring somebody back to me. And that's, that's I think, the, the detriment of other realtors or whatever they call themselves. Because I, I think a realtor is someone who actually cares about the people they work with. So it, it's that's to the detriment of their business because word of mouth is everything. And what people say about you 
not in your face, but mm -hmm. what you about you behind your back when you're not there and when mm -hmm. no one is there to defend you is what really matters. Exactly. Exactly. So you don't want to leave a bad impression or leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth to, to where they will talk bad about you when you're not there. So like I said, just ex there's no one that can tell me that anybody who worked with you, they didn't walk away from your presence, even if that's the one and only time that you work with them. But they didn't, no one can tell me that they didn't leave your presence happy. Yes, I have people who have never buy a house with me. They came, they didn't do what they have to do. I sat with them with a consultation and they refer family members to me. Wow. And that people said, just because of who you are and the person you are, they, you know, I just took somebody out just now today, met her for the first time. She referred to me by a past client and she said she talked so highly of you, plus the lender talked so highly of you. And then when she met me, she said they were right. That's what I want. I don't want to be the money hunger agent. You know, I want to be something that impact. Remember, I said I wanted to do something that impacts somebody's life, their children's life, their future life, that they can say, you know what, I met somebody that touched my life, not just gave me a home, but also touched my life in some special way. Exactly. And I can, I can speak from personal experience that I know you do that. You just have a way about you that that causes other people to feel good. I, I, I wish I knew what it was. I can just say it's the, glory, it's the glory of God. It's the anointing. I don't know what it is, but that's what it is. It's like you're so genuine and, and you're so kind and so loving and you just have a way of making people feel comfortable and not everyone is blessed with that. Yeah, thank you. Thank my you. Pleasure. <clears throat> my pleasure. So I understand that you have a course coming up soon that would... Um, that people can invest in and what can they learn from you? Okay. So this is it. I told, I told you that I don't just want you to buy just your home anymore. I want you to realize that especially women, women, come on, let me talk to my ladies yes. <clears throat> that you can definitely invest in real estate. And a lot of people say, but I don't know how, I don't know where to start. And a lot of people, there's so much room about investing in real estate there that they, people get scared. I don't want to lose my property. I don't want to um, renters because what if this happened? What if that happened? And we have so much negative thing. And I don't like to, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I don't like to stay on the negative. I like to see the positive. And I felt like the first thing you need to do is educate yourself on the process. A lot of people do not educate themselves on what to do, how to do, they just jump in and they mm -hmm. make mistakes. And I've jumped in too. You ever try to jump in the pool and you never know to swim? You know, you're going to feel like you're drowning and you're going to feel like I yeah. shouldn't do it again. But when somebody, I remember the first time somebody pushed me in the pool and I felt like I'm almost drowning. Um, I felt like I, I didn't know what to do. Of course, I tried everything and somebody jumped in and rescued me. But the minute somebody should show me how to tread that water, the next time somebody pushed me in, I knew what to do. I wasn't drowning anymore. So we can't say something happened, so we're not going to do it anymore. I went to the foreclosure. I'm not going to do it. I know my uncle, auntie, went to the foreclosure, bankruptcy, because of they, you know, how did they do it? Did they do it correct, correctly? So I said, you know what? 
I know a lot of people do not know the correct way to invest in real estate. So I'm going to start and call it the sexy beginners um, real estate, um, the sexy beginners investor real estate, right? the sexy beginners real estate investor bootcamp. <clears throat> and, um, and what it is, it's going to teach you the, it's going to teach you the, 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 the from the start, the mindset, because I always start off with a mindset. Absolutely. the right mindset to go into this because a lot of times people say me, 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 and you don't even know what you're getting into. So understand that you have to come in with the right mindset. And number one, knowing you, why you want to get into real estate investing, knowing what your purpose, like um, what, and knowing, knowing your numbers. And one of the numbers I ask people to know is like, how much do you make each month? How much um, bills, like how much you pay out each month, you know, how much money is going out each month to everything, your, your rent, your mortgage, whatever you're paying, your light bill, how much is going in and how much is coming out. Now you see that figure, is it a negative? Is it a positive? But even if it's a positive, how much? And then ask yourself, how much more do you want? How much more do you want? Do you want to retire early? Do you want more money because of what? Why you want more money? You have to know those things first before you can dive in. Because when you're diving in and you don't have a purpose, you don't have a plan for the money. You don't. You would either use the money like a lot of people do, and you just going all over the place. But when you have a plan and you have an, an, an a goal, then we're going to take you down. And then I had somebody coming in, and I think we have it sipping. I don't have it in front of me, but um, she's going to talk about how she uh, how she acquired seven doors, seven doors, and, and somebody says, "What seven doors? Seven units, meaning that seven people are paying her rent, meaning that's wow. seven property." So she if she has three properties. One is a two-family, one is a four-family, and one is a one-family, and that in less than a year. I think she did it in maybe six months. I'm not sure about how long, but I know it's not a year yet. She's going to talk about how she did this under the same person that's going to be teaching um, the class how to invest into real estate, how to invest and have multiple properties. And then your goal is like, do I want to have 10 properties? Like I said, I want to have 20 properties to retire. I want to retire in 10 years. That doesn't mean I would never work. That would mean that I will, I will work when I want to. Exactly. But I can do what I want, but I have income coming in. So if I have 20 properties, because I have my number and what I want to meet and how much I want to take in, take in after after I, um, I pay out the mortgage, I pay the lender, pay the hard money um, person, pay the private lender, whatever source that I'm going to borrow the money, pay them. And what left over, my gravy part that left over is to put it into the bank. I'm going to teach people how to make sure that their money is, is making them a return on their investment, making sure that they, they save their money. They make the money and they grow the money. After you turn that money over back into another property, that if you have a goal to say, I want five property, I want 10 property, and it's not impossible to do. There is little tricks and trade out to do it. There's, there's, if you don't get the traditional lender, there's other lenders that can lend you the money. There's other sources that you can tap into that you maybe never think of how to tap into so that you can acquire more properties and build, build a cash 
flow. I like what Grant Cardone said. He said, get, cash is not king. A lot of people say cash is king. No, cash is a paper. It's what you do with it. It's a cash flow is king. And what you get from rental property is cash flow. When you have when you have five people paying your rent, 10 people paying your rent, 20 people paying your rent, and that money coming in, and you pay off the expenses and the gravy left over, and you take that gravy and put it in the bank. Now, you don't have to worry when somebody has a clogged toilet. You don't have to worry when somebody says something is not working because you got that money put aside. You have two money put aside. One put aside so that for emergency to fix something. The second put aside so that you can take that money and invest back into real estate. This is where my I am, I am growing into myself, learning that I need to do this and start this journey with myself. And I said, I don't want to start the journey alone. I want to take people with me. So if you don't mind me, I'll put up a link right now. I'll say a link right now. I said, put up a link. I thought I'm unlocked. <laughs> B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash real estate moves and it's with a s it's plural so it's b-i-t dot l-y forward slash forward slash real estate r-e-a-l-e-s-t-a-t-e-m-o-v-e-s that's b-i-t dot l-y forward slash real estate r-e-a-l-e-s-t-a-t-e-m-o-v-e-s all lowercase and that's how you can get in the boot camp for june 28th. That was my next question. When does it start? So June 28th. Okay, great. So it's online, by the way, and it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It doesn't matter what state you're in because I have lenders and private lenders and everything else that can help you. Realtors in different parts of the, the, um, the U.S. that definitely can help you. So you don't have to say, well, you know what? If I come, how is this going to help me? It can help you because the people I have I've invested in other people that can help you with whatever state that you're in. That's amazing. So most definitely, you sign up. The class starts on June 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I don't see a reason not to sign up. I, I, don't. I really don't. And if I've not said enough about Antoinette in this episode, I've been gushing over her. I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong with her. She is a fantastic woman. Just, I mean, just a fantastic person altogether. I can't imagine how much you'll learn from her. Can't imagine how much, you know, she'll sow into you, but you have to be ready to do the work. Exactly. So, so thank you. Um, any parting words you'd like to leave us with this evening, Antoinette? I know you've given us so much, and I'm so thankful. So I feel almost almost feel bad asking you for parting words, but no, um, no, no. Anything. I want to leave something. I want to. I want your audience to think about how much money each month you need to be financially free. So I leave it with that one. How much money you need each month to be financially free? And one of the ways that you're going to find out is that you're going to do that monthly thing I said, how much money is going out, how much money you have left over, and what you want to do each month that you're not able to do that. And write those numbers down. The first thing that you need to always do is get your pen, your paper, put it out there. See how much more. Is it $1,000 more a month? Is it 
2000. And then this is how you say, oh, this is what I need to do. This is how much I need. Now, what I need to do is how many properties it's going to take you to get that number. So that's where you want to start. How the number that you want to achieve, if you need, you said $1,000 more, and it's going to take you two units to get that property, three units to get that $1,000, um, uh, two or three units to get that. Maybe take one unit. Maybe you want to buy a single family house. I really tell people, you know, why not buy two? Because if you have one vacant and the other one, um, um, a bit of income coming in, at least you have something still coming in until you get that other, that other unit um, rented. Guess what, guys? People are always looking for renters. You can't lose. How you can lose, though, is when you do it incorrectly, when you don't know what you're doing and you're listening to everybody else and mm. it becomes confusing. You don't have to be confused anymore. Come to the boot camp. And the next thing I wanted to tell you, know your why. Know your belly bottom why. And I challenge you to think even bigger than just your goals. Goals are great, but they fall short because it's easy to change when time, times get difficult. So you don't want to say that, like, you know, time get difficult. Like, let me talk about myself for a minute. I said, I want to lose weight. I set out to lose some weight. But sometimes when the time gets difficult, I slap back on my carbs. I slap back on certain things. So yes, I, get, I lost the three pound or the five pound, but I haven't got to my 20 pound goal yet because I wasn't focused. So sometimes we need to get to the deeper why, the deeper reason why we want it. It's so funny if the doctor tell me today, if I don't lose 20 pounds, that I'm going to die. It's a difference, right? Because I have a big why. I don't want to die. So you need to spend time to think about your why. Is it spending more time with your kids? Is it spending more time with your grandkids? Isn't it traveling the world? Isn't it getting away from the crazy boss you hate? These are things that you can look and say, I want to start. I want to start right now. It's never too late. I see people, I, you know what? The oldest person I saw bought a house was in their 90s. I mm -hmm. was, why? You know, why? Because you know what? They said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live as long as I'm living. As long as I'm still alive, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's never too late. If you have to live one day, live in your dreams. Live it. Live it. Live it to the best of your ability. That's thank great. you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Antoinette. And, you know, I do have just one more question. Do you have the next session planned already, just in case? Because I know this may be a bit of short notice for some people. So, I'm so, so sorry, but I decided, well, the good news is I'll be selling the replay. Okay, good. Okay. The replay is going to be up for sale. So you're going to get the same service, though, and get into the same group, the Facebook group. Okay. So that if you want some help, we'll be there to help you. you know, I know it's the live is nothing like the live, but there, it's also the information that you can listen to at your, at your time, at your leisure. So okay. yes, guys, you'll definitely get that, get that, um, get that um, replay. Yeah, that's so we're not going to do that until next year. Next okay. year again, next year spring. All right. Well, thank you so much, Antoinette, for all of your knowledge, all of your wisdom. You are amazing. So guys, go ahead and sign up. And even if money does not allow for you to get in the live, get the replay. 
get the yeah. replay and just think about it because you're in the situation and you can't sign up now and it's something you really want to do find your why and think bigger just like Antoinette said because you know by getting with her if you sacrifice and you save and you do what you have to do you'll be able to achieve your dreams every single time so again I thank you I honor you you are amazing and just know you have my forever love and respect thank you and appreciate you being on your show at your podcast thank you for having me and it's a pleasure talking to your audience. I hope that um, something I said inspired them to do better. That's all that would matter. And guys, I forgot to tell you the price of the class. I think it's, if you do it one time, it's $329 or it's $67 a week for five weeks. It's only five weeks. So it's $67 down and $67 a week. If you can do the one-time fee, it gives you an uh, advantage because you don't have to pay as much, and that would be $329. It's a small investment for all the things that you're going to be hearing. Absolutely. I agree. Well, thank you so much. Take care, Antoinette. Thank you, honey. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Feel free to call in with comments and questions anytime. The number is 786-749-TLAK. That's 786-749-8255. Call us and let us know what is on your mind. Until we meet again, be courageous.